gonna do intro. Let's leave intros now. Okay, three, two, one, go. Welcome to Trash Podcast, where we make garbage, but hey, there's good casting, you know. That's for something, I think. This is like episode three, right? Yeah, it is. Yes, this is episode three. Welcome to our voice actors, which is me. And, and me. And me. That's three whole people. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. That's pretty epic. We're, we're fancy. Uh, I think Ooh. we're just gonna jump right into it. Smash that like button. Hit subscribe. I'd comment down below. Comment down below. Comment all of character. the comments. And if you make fan art, uh, I will give you recognition. Ooh, I would so really like to see DM them. Yeah, please make fan art. That'd be really awesome. You should make a Instagram account and then people can DM um in their fan art. Yeah, you know what? There's a new Instagram account. I already made one, I think. Uh, I shouldn't find it because I don't remember. Anyway. Getting started, uh, we can chat more about Instagram. Just listen to the whole episode. Go. Um, anyway, um, so today the morning sun refuses to shine upon the swelling treetops swaying hundreds of feet above the forest floor. Even in the dreary light of the cloud-covered sun, the leaves still retain their purple shine. It is a welcome sight to Umbra, who has just made her harrowing journey home from the calamitous and terrible Delit Church. Her messy, torn fur looks as been kept for know, centuries. I mean, her chest gives off a faint glow and oozes dark blood. A freshly carved rune rests there as a permanent reminder of the torture she has endured. And as if the rest of the feelings of her tailor aren't ready enough. Before reaching an entrance to her small home nestled between the trunks of a falling tree, she stops and sighs. She moves a paw to the dark symbol and gingerly ruffles her fur, attempting to conceal the rune. The rune, which refuses to be hidden, moves over to a damp... Wait, what? Oh, that's bad grammar. Um, the rune refuses to be hidden, so Umbra has to move over to a damp section of earth and pile up some dirt, rubbing it all over it. She quickly becomes frustrated. Paul's not the best tool for cleaning up dirt and rubbing on things. <laughs> so Umbra gives up. She's like, okay, you know what? Um, she lowers her sensitive body to the ground, trying to ignore the pain. It's like, ouch! Very sensitive. Um, and she drags her body across the earth, pushing through the pain until the rune is fully covered up with dirt hidden from the view of other creatures. She stands up satisfied and moses in the direction of the little tree she calls home. Weaving through the trick trunk she flies it, the long and slender white trunk. Life cat sinks the diameter and sit it with beautiful purple light wings swaying in the breeze. Very, very pretty tree, very big, I love it. After what feels like ten lifetimes here in her home coming to view, next her eyes begin to water and all she wants to do now is climb to the highest branch and sit there, staring at the treetops and chatting with Umbra weakly walks the ancient entrance, clawed into the hollow tree untold eons ago, standing guard as a small but feisty she-cat named Duras. That's a fun name. Duras glances up at her, blinking in surprise at Umbra's disheveled appearance. Umbra? <gasps> it's so good to see you back. Oh my- Like, what happened? I mean, are, are you okay? I- I- Oh, you poor dear. It's- It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to help. It's it's fine, it's fine. You're you're clearly tired. I'll go ahead and lead you in. Darius leads a shaking umbra into the hollow trunk, which is illuminated within by a soft glow emerging from the many holes dotting the walls. I'll let you go here, okay? What? Wait. Um. Mm, am I supposed to keep going? Wait, no, no, because it's like um, I wanted it to be more like. So she's just like. Like, you know, like, it's, I'll let you go here, okay? Like, you're talking to a child. Because right yeah. now, Umbra's too 
She's very um, traumatized. Yeah. She's here and we speak. Gotcha. Uh, she doesn't really want to. So okay. It's like comforting the smallest cup of coffee. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll let you go here, okay? Okay. Now, now you take it easy. Maybe uh, take a nap or whatever you feel like doing. Uh, try and shake off whatever funk you're in. All right. I, I got a nod. That's, that's something. Well, see ya. Umber provides a set of nods and greets the leader to a second floor of the trunk. The tree is like a large hollow bamboo stick that sets the floors reaching up into the sky. Umber students sits on the third floor, but she kind of wishes it was higher. The plagues her that her brother was given one of the tents to get fiercely bars at some visitors, including herself. Once she, once her tired legs have finally dragged her limp body into the hollow, she crashes quickly on the pile of soft pillows. Pillows? They're not pillows. Um, feathers, I'm guessing I was meant to say. She crashes quietly onto the pile of soft feathers and curls herself into the smallest ball possible. Umber wants to disappear, escape into the infernal slumber, anything to make this feeling disappear. But before she can slip away into a long-awaited sleep, her mother, a large big cat with a sleek black coat similar to Umber's, bursts in from up top. Um, what's me? Oh. Are you playing the mom or? Um, because it's the mom and the brother in Umber in this one. Sorry, you play the mom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be the brother. Okay. You want to go? Yeah. Umber, darling, you're back! Oh, dear! Wh what happened to you? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, um, so for this, for for Ignota, characterization, she's like okay. Miss Bennett from um, <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. She hasn't read that yet. I have not read uh, that yet. Well, very so she's, she's, a, she's a very, like, kind of, like, silly, ditzy, like... Umbra, darling, you're back. Umbra, darling. But don't go too sleep with the voice. Okay, it okay. It becomes disconcerting. Umbra, <laughs> darling, you're back. Oh, dear. What what happened to you? Ignota pats forward and fails to notice when Umbra makes a slight flinch. Concerned, she peers forward and carefully observes Umbra's ragged and unkept hair. My, my, Umbra, surely I raised you better than the, all that dirt matted for... Please, quickly clean yourself before bringing the earring to Regina. You're already late. Umber persists and simply scoots. Like, resist? What am I even saying here? She um, resists. Umbra, Umbra sighs and leans back, pulling out the pouch and scooting it forward to Ignota. It lies there in front of her, covered in red stains. And Umbra dances away. Gazes away in desolation. What does that mean? Um, we'll just say. I'm pretty sure you. Umber sighs and simply scoops the pouch forward. Hey. What? I'm not taking it. You were the one given the task. Why can't you do it yourself? You're exhausted, aren't you? Well. Sarah. Anyone there? Sarah. More emotion. We need more emotion. Well. Anyone there? Can I restart the yeah, whole line, please? What? I'm not taking it. You were All right, it all right. Up. Okay, Asa, here, give me a so, second. I'm sorry, I don't... I want more emotion. More emotion. What? I'm not taking it. You were the one given the task. Why can't you do it yourself? You're exhausted, aren't you? Well? Anyone there? Okay, fine. You want to be that way? Fine. Poesiae! Come here! After a dull moment, Posei, Posei, hard to pronounce, eventually enters the room and glances around dully. His coat is sh a shiny, near back paper and a dark ring that shows through. What is it? 
Umbra here got the earring that was requested, but is refusing to bring it to Regina. So I need you to take it to- Wait, what? Like, why do I- <sighs> Come on. All you do is sit around all day doing nothing. It's about time you got off your paws and did something for once. So, what if I prefer to tend my so, <laughs> so, what if I prefer to spend my time working on myself, hmm. developing my intellect instead of going out and, frankly, wasting my time with others? You know, it's Umbra's job, so she... Umbra had to travel all the way over to the church and back. All you have to do is walk it over to Regina and hand her... It's more than just handing. Y yes, there's a tiny bit more than just handing it over. But it is still so, so, so much easier than having to... Oh, wait, wait, go back to Toka, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. It is so, so, so much easier than having to it's hand so it. It's so easy to hand it. Why can't Umbra take it? Stop! Stop! Both of you, just stop! Okay, okay, I'll take the bag. Umbra, can I have it? Don't come near me! Whoa, okay, then. I'll go. Um, trembling like a leaf in the wind, Umbra pulls the bag close to her body, shaking. Shaking, she falls over. Trembling like a leaf in the wind, Umbra pulls the bag close to her body, shaking. She falls over in her feathers, unable to control her violent quivering. Ignore that tossed over and moves tentatively forward. Umbra! I bring you your brother to help you, and you reject him? Why? Uh, I'm sorry. I just, I could, I, can't you just take it? Too little, too late. I'm sorry you're not feeling well, but you're just going to have it de delivered yourself. As Zenora leaves, Umbra sits in silence, desperately wondering how she can deliver the package in this state. If only her sister was here. If only anyone was here could understand what she was going through. After sitting up for what feels like hours, she can no longer keep herself from getting up. Where did I set that? Okay, what, after sitting there for what feels like hours, she can no longer keep herself awake, and the mental exhaustion finally overcomes her. Finally, her mind is able to sleep, and she falls into a nice sleep, away from all the pain of the world that burns her soul. And, and that's a wrap, guys. Wow. Yay! Hey. Into episode three. What do you guys think? Pretty good. I think that that, uh, that went pretty well. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's time to be real. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's, it's time actually to time real. to be real. It needs. To be, I'm sorry. Ten, eight minutes ago we were doing a podcast. So. <laughs> Everyone smile. Okay, I think that... Alright, well, thank you so much for listening to the end. I don't know how you want to describe that, but, you know, if you did, that thank you. That was a you. tough ride. It was too busy. It was something. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening to the end. I hope you guys enjoyed it.